What's up, family? It's the Radical Redhead coming to you with another fire episode of No Ordinary Church Girl. Candid conversations on love, pain, and everything in between. You know what I say. Let's get into it, Knock Nation. I ain't said that in a minute. For those of you who are new to No Ordinary Church Girl, first of all, thank you for dropping in, taking a listen. I am uh, hopeful that you will find this episode to be very beneficial to you in a phase that you're in in your life right now. What is the purpose of this podcast? Because I haven't taken a time, any time lately to uh, help you guys understand why I'm doing this. Yes, the title is No Ordinary Church Girl because I am a church girl. I was raised in the church. I am a believer in Jesus Christ. Um, But beyond that, and I say but only because I want you to understand the basis of what I do. I do not believe I'm a perfect person. I don't believe there's any perfect person. And I'm sure all of you feel the same way. And if you don't, hey, good for you. Glad you're perfect. I'm not. (laughs) But I do not believe in perfect people, but I do believe in a perfect God. And the God that I serve and I believe in helps me to live out principles in my life that helps me to have an abundant life. And is is it always great and gravy and peachy keen or whatever words you like to use? No, it is not. But the purpose of this podcast is to infect the world, if you will, with positivity and principles that each person can work walk out in their life to be able to have the success you desire. I just believe that. So thank you for hanging out with me today. Uh, I pray that your Monday will be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. But first, if you don't know, it's time for no use whatever you can use. There you go. And Last you, week's yeah. news you most certainly won't use. And that's why it's candid, because I jacked that all up. So there's your joke for the first part of the day. <laughs> What's up, Italian Stallion? Nothing. Whatever. <laughs> I yeah. I'm going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it naturally happen because I feel like you're gonna say something soon that's gonna make me giggle really hard about my left breast. Yeah. Yeah. It is twitching and it's been twitching <laughs> since last night and I couldn't sleep <laughs> and it's not okay. <laughs> The muscle is just going bouncy, 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 and I can't stop it. And it's the most annoying thing. It's like a twitch in your eye, mm-hmm. except it's in my breast. <laughs> Sorry, it's just really. And there funny. it goes again. It's, you guys I'm, can't see what I see, but it's hilarious. It's it's. I'm at the point now where I'm just angry at myself. Don't at be my angry. At, well, I'm not angry at myself. It's your body. I'm angry at myself from my neck mm-hmm. down to my belly button. I'm sorry. Because I don't understand what's happening. I don't either. I ain't never had that. I haven't either. I have a twitch in my eye. You know, we have yeah. those. I got twitches I mean, in my, my cheek, I've got like twitches in my somewhere. shoulders, like muscles and stuff, because yeah. they're just kind of spasming a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But this. Yeah, you got a nerve thing going on, man. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. I'm sorry. That's all right. Yeah. See, that's news you absolutely cannot use. Because you can't, I mean, unless you can help them, feel I free know. to Maybe I to can monetize DM this somehow. No, oh, Father. Monetize your breast. I mean, well, I mean, some women do it. So. Some, hey, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this is just one. <laughs> And it just bounces uncontrollably. I don't know what to do this with is any fantastic. of this. This is crazy. <laughs> anyway, so what's up? Um, yeah, what's up? So you know, I have a Mister. Mm-hmm. You know what? Stop it. I Mr. just Mister thinks you're hilarious because he listens agree. to the podcast, of course, and he thinks you're hilarious. Don't, uh, don't make him be on my good side. 
He, he thinks you're great. And by the way, for those of you who haven't heard the episode with my son, um, Shelter or Sugarcoat, that is the question. You need to listen to that because uh, my baby, we got done airing. And the first thing he said, and I meant to tell you this sooner. The first thing he said was, you should marry an Italian stallion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was like. Uh, 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 what? <laughs> I didn't really know where to go. <laughs> what, what do we I do said, with that? He's like, he's cool. I like him. He's really cool. He has great voice for radio. And I was, he's like, <laughs> I sound crazy. I sounded really slow. <laughs> I was just like, son, it was your first time on. It's okay. You're going to come back. It's going to be great. He's like, yeah. He's like, well, I like him. I'm like, he just kept talking about you. So then I felt some kind of way because I was like, so how do you feel about Mister? Because <laughs> you kind of want me to marry him. Well, I'm just saying, uh, <laughs> you know, it happens from time to time. Oh my gosh, it was so funny. He's like, no, 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 he's cool. It was just like he went from, he's great. I really like the Italian stallion, and then I say something about Mister, and he's like, he's cool. I was like, oh. Well, Mister, I apologize. <laughs> it's not my intention. <laughs> Sorry, not sorry, because I think it's kind of fun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But that leads me to the question of the day. So here recently, he came over to the house. So let me say this. No guy. Cut it out. and Quit looking like that. I really wish. You know, we're going to work on some camera focus on you so you guys can totally see this dude. But <laughs> stop it. So he came. So he's been around them before. Right. So this is not the first time as he sips his water and, and he's just really not impressed. You know what? Shut it. But um, I've never had any guy that I have dated, if you will, in the eight years I've been divorced. And let's just be real. I haven't dated many. Like, seriously, I can count on three fingers, including Mr. And that's just because the headspace I was in. I just wasn't there. What? Nothing. You had this face. like. Mm. You like, like how I'm like, stay ready, ready to attack, hey, right? You are ready. To, you are in defense mode. <laughs> I was, was like, I gotta work on that. You all right? I'm, I'm finding I need to work guilty on that. Guilty about something? No, I just, you know, I just stay in like, uh, defense mode. I don't know what that's about, but that's mm. a whole other topic for another day, guys. But yeah, so he comes over and he's there majority of the day, like pretty much all day and into the evening, very late. And so I was just like, huh, let's see how this is going to go. I was a little nervous and just because they haven't had the presence of a man like that outside of their father. Right. And um, I was nervous because to know me and anyone who knows me as a mother and how I feel about my sons, it it's so important that the type of influence I put in front of them. I'm very careful about that. And then relationship wise, I don't want them to ever see a revolving door where people come in and like they're gone next month and they come back. You know, you know how the dating game can sometimes be. So I'm very cautious. We've actually been around each other for a year. So hmm. stop it. <laughs> yeah, We've been around each other for a year and he's just now meeting the boys like at the level that he's meeting them. And I'm not saying that's the case for everybody. I'm just saying that's what I did because of just fear i mean god i'll just be honest that's what it was but when it comes to blending families because it is a desire to be married again that is something i do want for myself and i want my sons to see a very healthy happy relationship and i realize it won't be their father and i but i do i do still want that for them so dating has been interesting and we're not dating so i should probably clarify we're, we're past the dating phase we're more you're po breast i know I, I really wish you guys could see his face. He's just going through like this whole conniption. 
back funny to you. Though. You know what? Hush. But no, I mean, I know you've you've dated before yeah. the lovely lady that's been here now. Um, oh, really? He's like, are you really putting us out there? No, but I mean, just saying. How did that work in the beginning for you? You know, just um, the, the, like introducing was, B to some of the yeah. women. You know, like how did how did that work for you? Because men are different. I didn't. Okay. I didn't. Fair enough. Them. The okay. only time I'd ever introduce any kind of woman to to B would be whether they were at the house with a group of people. Gotcha. Or out in public. Yeah. Yeah. But never, as in I, I I see. I mean, only uh, there was only maybe two or three that I did that with. Gotcha. That that I actually. That he met at the house and maybe because I, I I had a big thing against letting letting him go to sleep while that person was there mm. by themselves. Mm. I didn't want it to be in his head like, oh, wait, what's happening? Right. You know, so. Right. Um, yeah, I, it, it took me a while. It took me a long while, mm -hmm. you know, because you know my situation. Absolutely. Uh, with all that, with, with that. So it, it, it was it was rough. It was rough at first because I was just like I was on eggshells mm -hmm. trying not to let him be like because he didn't have a mom. Yeah. You know, he didn't have a mom. So because I have full custody of him since he was six months old. Yeah. And he just. And I can't wait to talk to about that. Well, he wanted to latch on to somebody quick yeah. because he didn't understand why his mom wasn't around. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, so and that's huge. It's very, very, very big. It now is. he's I mean, he's 13 now. So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he's uh, he's not in that same headspace yeah you know he's kind of just he's super lax and he's just he just understands more things yeah and that's what's the beauty of it, i think when they're older yeah and it's it's it is it's been it's been different it's been good because he's a he's a great guy honestly i but would now not they have their own thoughts and they can like express oh those my gosh, yeah. and you're like 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 just what he said the other day okay right and you're like don't tell him that <laughs> exactly you know what i mean it, yeah because definitely sean tj's more tj's gateway is sports so like if you're going to talk to him sports has to be the foundation of the conversation and then he can kind of branch off from there that's just how he is sean can talk about whatever whenever however you want to talk about it and so yeah dating has been Mm, mm, mm. And like I said, we're not dating now. So I've dated, but I consider us in a court courtship phase because dating to me, you're just collecting data, right? You're 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 learning the person. You guys are hanging out. Nothing real serious, right? You might even be dating other people. It's not that one person. We are exclusive, so it's more of a courtship now. It's more of are we really are we really really suited to be married? You know, is this what this should be? And that can be scary too. It is scary for me because I, I don't want to get married three, four, five times. I'm not that person. So, like, I plan to do it again, and then that's it. Like, then that means not that's it. Like, if it doesn't work, I get divorced, and that's it. No, like, you're it, so you better be prepared for this ride because you ain't going nowhere unless I kill you. <laughs> no, no, no pressure. I mean, no you're, pressure. You're pretty nuts, so I'm, I, I, I can I see am. you doing it. And Mister's finding that out. He 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 actually hollered at me for the first time. That was interesting. What? Yeah, he's he's pretty. He's a pretty patient guy. Like when I say he's patient, Man. he has like the patience of, of Jesus. <laughs> he's extremely hmm. patient, and I say that because I'm patient. learning things about my. Shush. <laughs> I'm just learning things about myself that I challenge myself to be better. And I think that's what you want is somebody around you who really like makes you check yourself. Like, okay, eh, that is kind of extra you might want to look at that but not for hey, him but for hey, me extra is okay 
because, True. because you're kind of a weird individual and so am I. <laughs> and without being weird, yeah. that's just, you can't be normal in this, this day and age. No, normal, none, none of us are. Normal's Absolutely. weird. I See, think normal's the weird. This is true. And I think the more normalized people try to be is like the more weird they it's become. Like, are you going to kill me in my sleep? Right. right. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It's freaky. It's, it's definitely, there's a balance there. Uh, but yeah, I, I have an issue with listening apparently because I do like to talk. You? Yeah. Believe it or well, not. just to let everybody know out there in the uh, <laughs> podcast world, I had to leave her alone with the uh, vanity monitor here in the studio with the cameras. Because <laughs> I look good. She wanted to. She. Oh my god! Like these guns are just. It. it like I see myself, and I really. I had feel to leave the room that way. Like she my could, you my know, arms look herself. great. You know they do. Come on. Yeah. Give it to me. Like I've been working hard. I've been planking and mountain climbing and Everest climbing. And I mean, I'm just saying, not literally guys. I mean, that's an actual exercise for those of you who don't exercise regularly. Just want you to know. (laughs) You know, but I do see myself and and I feel good. And and I have a lot of B12 in me right now. So it's helping. I see. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about okay, it. Okay, a little amped up there. Here we Just go. a little. All right, let's, so let's yeah. get it. <laughs> so I mean, for the dating people and the courtship people, I think um, especially with children, I, I I might have to change the subject, like not subject, but this this segment because we keep saying it's news you absolutely cannot use. But we're but using I'm, it. People can use. People this. can benefit from this. We're gonna. I don't know if we call it therapy. We might. We'll figure it out. You never know. If you hear a different segment intro you know why because we've just decided we want to we want you to have therapy with us so that's right <laughs> but yeah so enough news about my you life most certainly may Will use. use there you go we're, right. we're gonna figure it out can you tell he's the guy who did the bit yeah it's all him just so you know thank goodness it wasn't you yeah because then you'd be wondering what's going on over here what's going on and so would mister <laughs> but no i yeah i know right no i think you've got i think that that's a um you got to be real careful with kids. Yeah. You have to be. And I see so many people that are not. Um. Yeah, it works my nerves. Revolving Man. door. And that's, that's revolving door. It's like, and then they wonder why their child grows up thinking things are right when they're wrong. Right. Or thinking things are okay when they're not. And then unstable, right? When it comes Extremely to relationships. Unstable. Having been, abandonment issues. Like all of that plays a part of it. Parents just, I don't think, I don't think it's, I think it's a, uh, I don't know about ignorance or just naive or what, but your kids are watching everything you're doing. Everything. And they want to be like you. Absolutely. Whether you're doing drugs in a corner or whether you're doing an incredible, living an incredible, you know, Christian, holy, religious life. Right. On either side. Yeah. They're going to think that that's the norm because the people that they look up to most or the person that they look up to most, their parent. Yeah. Whom is the first, their first love. Yeah. Yeah. Is doing this. So they think it's okay. Absolutely. You know, I just, it's, they're, they're such, they're, they're not fragile as in like, they're fragile minded. Right. Not as in like, they can't take things because kids Absolutely. are so resilient. Yeah. It's unbelievable how resilient, they're more resilient than we are. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. But it is very true. when I say, I, I guess fragile is not, not a good word. They're very moldable. They're very pliable. Their yep. minds are this yep. and they, and, and understanding what they should and shouldn't do yeah. is all based on what they see. Yeah. It's not like, oh, well you shouldn't do that. But then I see you do it all the time. Hello. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Guess what? They're going to do what you do, not what you always say. Absolutely. Now, if what you say and what you do in line, then boom, you got it. You got it going on. But 
Let's just be real. It doesn't always happen that way. So thank you for enjoying my therapy. I'm going to throw that out the window and keep it moving. (laughs) So guys, I want to talk and it's going to be a drive by for you. And here's why, because you need to get through it that fast. I'm calling this episode the ugly phase. And it's really being called that because there is going to be a point in life where you have a strong desire. You want to see something change. You want to uh, manifest something into your life. You have a mission, right? And then something happens. There's a shift. There's a, there's a wall. There's an obstacle. There's a mountain, whatever, however you look at it, there's trouble. I don't care. It's an ugly phase, right? And so I'm going to take you down a little journey real quick of uh, my life with curly hair. Cause all of you know, if you see the logo, it's a big old curly haired girl. And we're actually in, in talks about how we're going to change it just a little. Um, reason being real quickly is because I've seen a few things that actually embody the same look and I don't like it. So I got to make sure y'all know who I is and it's me and it's not them. Right. But that's neither here nor there. My point is there's this big old curly hair. My hair's red and it's curly. And there's a reason for that because I went what's called in the African-American culture, natural. Okay. Now, when I made a decision to stop using relaxers, for those of you who are in the beauty industry, you'll be proud of me. I use the right terminology. A relaxer is where you straighten curly hair. Now, this is not just for African-American individuals. This is for anyone who has really curly hair or curly hair and you don't want it curly anymore. You decide to relax the curl. Now, I was wearing relaxers as long as I can remember. That's what my my mother did, and it was probably easier for her to maintain my hair when it came to uh, her doing my hair. And then as I got older and I was doing my own hair, I made a decision. I don't want a chemical anymore, right? And there was a girl that I saw from another high school who had graduated, and I noticed her hair was like just big and vivacious to me and just, oh, it looked healthy and it was curly. And I was like, I have that kind of hair. I want to do that, right? Okay, so I saw the end result, of what it looks like to obtain healthy, curly hair. That was her. I didn't know the journey that she went through to get there. I don't know if she ever had a relaxer. I don't know the before. I just know what I saw, which was the after. Many of you are looking on social media, be it Instagram, be it Facebook, be it LinkedIn, whatever your choice, Snapchat, I don't care. Whatever area of life that you choose to look through the lens of, right? Whatever you use, whatever vehicle, you see someone at the end goal the end game, the championship, right? They got the ring, they got the trophy, they got the house, they got the car, they got the money, they get to travel. They do all these different things. You see the end game. You see where you want to be. You don't see the middle and you don't see the beginning. And oftentimes people will not be bold, courageous, and brave enough to tell you their beginning. That's the fact. And it's because it's embarrassing, because it's it's not so glamorous. Um, It's not something that they're proud of, right? Can I tell you, I'm extremely proud of the journey that I'm on right now. And the reason I can say that is I'm showing my sons what it is to be persistent about where you see your life at, right? I'm showing my sons what it is to have perseverance. I'm showing my sons what it is to walk with a purpose, regardless of what may be happening in that moment. And failure is part of it. So my curly hair journey, if you will, when I started it, my family were like, what the heck are you doing? So there's number one, your family, your friends, your close uh, uh, associates, your business partners, uh, co-workers, whatever it is, you make a turn, you make a decision to say, "Ah, this is the way I want to live my life, or this is the way I want to achieve this goal. The first thing you need to expect is resistance. What the heck are you doing and why? 
especially if you're going to be a trailblazer. I'm talking to someone right now that I know no one in your family has done what you're doing. So you are now the trailblazer for your family. You are the one who's going to be the game changer for the namesake of generations to come, right? Think about McDonald's. And unfortunately, that story is not as great because instead of seeing the product, seeing what they had, uh, the actual original owners of McDonald's ended up selling out to someone else who was a business person who kept the name, though. Here's the thing. They kept the name because they knew the name had power, but then built this ridiculous empire, as we know now as McDonald's. So that's a whole other story that I'm not going to go down right now. But think about your name. Think about your purpose. Think about what you feel you're called to, whatever way you look at it. I call it a calling. I call it a gift and talents because of what I, my belief. What I'm saying is in the beginning, nobody's going to understand it. There'll be a select few. So let me change that. I won't say nobody, but there'll be a select few. And sometimes it may be no one because they can't see what you see. So the beginning starts off a little rough. Then you get people that start to see, right? As you begin to paint the picture, as you begin to show some proof of what you see that you're headed towards, then you get some people that start to show up, right? So you're like, okay, we got somewhere. We're getting somewhere. got some teammates. We can keep it moving. I'm ready. But then those people fall off. Expect it. Again, number one, expect people to think you're crazy or to not understand. That's number one. Number two, once you get on the journey, it gets dark. This is the part of the ugly phase. It gets dark to where you question, did I make the right decision? This is where you have to have something to hold on to. This is where hope comes into play. This is where you have to remember your why, right? You don't do things off of emotion. You do things off of something bigger than an emotion. So let me give you a little bit more uh, for that. Think of what is bigger than you. For me, it's my name, my, my family's name and my sons being able to stand tall and proud knowing that they come from a lineage of hardworking, high integrity, and, and just <laughs> a work ethic of a beast, if you will, intelligence, and not afraid to take risks. I want them to have that in them because if they have that in them, guess what? They can accomplish anything. Now, the ugly phase is, again, it gets dark. You get, Sometimes you, have, you start to question, did I really make the right decision? Because you have no evidence that you did, right? So again, going back to my curly hair phase, there was one, my family thought I was crazy. My hair was looking a hot mess. I didn't know what products to use. I, I had a stylist that was trying to help me and my hair just didn't do what the other girl's hair did because <laughs> I thought that's how quickly it was supposed to happen for me. No, I had to cut my hair. That leads me to number three. Some things you're going to have to cut away. Old habits, old ideals, old relationships. Toxicity starts to creep in when it gets dark. You have to start cutting away those things that do not produce positive results. So I had to cut some hair because some of it was still straight from the relaxer, the chemical. I had to cut some of it out. Now, that meant that my hair was shorter. And I was like, oh, that was different. I didn't really like how I looked for a little while, but I remembered the end game. I kept that girl's hair in my memory. I kept that girl's hair in my visual, right? You got to keep the visual in mind. I don't care if it's a vision board. I don't care if it's on your phone. Keep the visual. If you're good at memory when it comes to your muscle memory and holding something like that, great. If you're not nine times out of 10, the way life can hit you, I'm going to strongly encourage you to create a vision board and put it on your phone. Put it somewhere you're going to see it every single day. Put it on your mirror. I don't care, but something that you're going to see every single day. So when it gets dark and you have to start cutting away at those relationships, those poor ideals, those bad habits, you can still do it because you know what the end game is. And then keep in mind, continue to look for partners. You can't do it alone. 
I had a stylist. I began to research other things that helped me to keep my hair healthy as I had to cut away some of the bad hair, the hair that didn't uh, conform to where I desired it to be. Can I tell you, though, expect time to run its course. It's going to take time. So my last thing is give it time. Give it time. And I don't know how much time it is, but give it time. I don't care that somebody else was able to do it in a year, six months, three months. Or it, yours may be five years. Give it time. But you still need to keep the desire, right? And you're going to recycle this over and over again. Expect the ugly phase is going to happen. There's going to be highs and there's going to be lows. And that's when the ugly phase happens. Number one, people are going to think that you're crazy. They're not going to, they're not going to get it because they don't see it. And then when they don't see it, then you've got to go through the process of looking to cut away, cut away the stuff that doesn't work, the toxicity, right? And then you've got to continue to look for partners. You got to look for people. You got to continue to find the things that is going to help you stay the course and continue to visualize. Keep it in your face. Keep it in your face and give it time. If you do those things, guys, I promise you, you'll get through the ugly phase because I'm not telling you it won't happen to you. I'm not, this is not an if, it will. You ask any successful entrepreneur, you ask any successful individual in any industry, they had an ugly phase and that's what they had to do to continue to move forward. They had to keep it in their face, whatever way it was on their mirror, and their, on their phone, a vision board, whatever. They had to cut away the toxicity, habits, ideas, people, what have you. They had to be willing to look crazy People not agreeing, not getting it, not seeing it. And they continue to look for the people who saw it and helped them in the areas that they needed the help in that they didn't know what to do or know how to do and gave it time. You do that, you'll get through the ugly phase and you'll get on the other side, which I live now because guess what? My hair, I love it. My hair looks great. I know what products to use and I continue to play with it. I just love how I look. I'm just telling you, we already talked about it earlier. I was looking at myself in this monitor and I'm telling you I'm a beast. Okay, then I can say that. I'm confident. I can do that. You can too. <laughs> so guys, I really hope that you got something from this and you know how I do. I will never give you, well, I won't say never. I will seldom give you something to edify yourself, to begin to encourage you and provide hope and faith and belief in what you have been called and created to do and be in this world without a scripture. Because again, of what my faith is and what I believe. It's Romans 12, one through three. This comes from the Message Bible. And the reason I'm using the Message Bible is because I like how it reads. And here it goes. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work and walking around life and place it before God as an offering and embracing what God does for for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. There it is. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. So remember, the ugly phase will happen. It's not an if, it'll happen. But how you choose to bounce back and how, how you choose to move forward in spite of it will determine your success. So that's it, guys. That's your Motivation Monday. And as I say, this is how we're going to make our Mondays far from ordinary. Taking some meat, putting it to work, digesting it and making it happen. So you know what to do, family. Find me on Instagram, Facebook, No Ordinary Church Girl. Leave a comment, drop a DM. You never know when I'm going to drop it on the show and talk about it. Be sure anywhere podcasts are found, drop a review, guys. Let me know how I'm doing. I want to make sure I serve you in the best way that I can, God willing. And again, may your week be f we are Monday. Be far from ordinary and your week manifest into God's best. Love you guys.